Welcome to Lovely Stuff, a podcast to distract us from bad news, to engage the brain box and think about good times during the pandemic. Hope you're doing alright and enjoying this uh, summer that has finally arrived with uh, some gusto, let's say. I'm currently melting and it's quarter past 11 at night, so there you go. So this is the first episode uh, of a second set of questions with returning guests uh, and it was a lot of fun to record this one with Hannah as was the same with the first episode. It's pretty long (laughs) because we do like to talk Um, but it was a great chat and her answers are great. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Wow, it's very warm. Oh, who's that? Just sneaking into the old waiting room there. Here we go. Hello. All right, mate. That was a new feature. They tell you when you're logging in, oh, you're being recorded. Oh, really? It also... Yeah, it was like, it came up as a pop-up and it just said, this meeting is being recorded. Do you want to continue? Or like basically abort, abort, <laughs> log off. <laughs> There's a freak recording things. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. It came up, it, when I clicked record, it did like the automated voice going, recording started or something. Yeah. And now when I logged in, it said, this meeting is being recorded. I'm working on my robot voice, but it's not going very well. <laughs> you know that kind of automated woman's voice? Yeah, generic? that was it. Yeah. 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 Try again. No, because now the <laughs> pressure is on. <laughs> if I do it right now, it will just sound like goofy. How are you feeling? Yeah. I'm okay I'm so like I'm I'm only now getting back to what I did tell you I was in a car accident yeah about six five five weeks ago and so I'm I'm like literally just getting back to doing like exercising and stuff it took me a month to be able to go for walks again so I'm like great um yeah so I'm I had my exercise and so I'm like my my body's like what is this we haven't (laughs) done this ever (laughs) I feel super tired but otherwise I'm good yeah ish what what tell me what happened with the car crash was it you don't have to no i can't it's like it's one of those so uh, yeah okay i'll tell you i'll tell you um basically unfortunately this happened on a 30 road so it wasn't too bad you know i mean it could have been a lot worse even the paramedics the police everybody turned up they were like whoa you got a really lucky break that you know because i didn't break anything it's just a lot of like an extreme amount of like soft tissue damage everywhere so i was like covered in bruises and like some of them like all down my left side um they were so bad that it's like you know you can feel it like a cushion just standing up because it's just so much (laughs) so so it was literally like but you could feel it on top of like it was just it was just like standing up so if i I couldn't sleep on my left side for a full month (sighs) but basically what happened was long story short i was driving um and the spider pops out from behind the sun visors and drops on my face. Oh, wow. And I I was 
to, background story is I have I have an actual phobia of spiders. Yeah. Like an actual like it's not like you know how when you're a teenager girls go like yeah, I don't like spiders. No, for me it's like I have one once I hyperventilated so badly so I almost passed out just from seeing one. Like it's just like it's bad. And I've okay. really worked on it and I've worked on it so hard. So literally all I had time to think was like, do not panic, you are driving. <laughs> I was literally like, but basically I swatted at it to get it off my like basically off of, away, you know. And um, as I did that, I must have like, because I still like swerved. panicking, even yeah. though I'm trying not to. So I swerved and literally just this time that I'm thinking, and this is so embarrassing because I was like, I had, I had the moment to think to myself, wow, I'm so proud of myself for not panicking. And I look up and I'm heading straight for a stone wall. Oh. <laughs> and so I had like a split second to turn the wheel back. And I think that's what saved me because otherwise, I mean, who knows where that could have ended up. Because basically what ended up happening is that I it, the, the stone wall hit the left side of my car. And so it flipped it. And so I ended up, yeah, airbags went off, knocked me out. It was a whole thing. No. Um, I'm like, and of course, and I didn't realize because I've never been in anything like this. So I, I didn't realize that there's like, they come smoke off of airbags. And they're like, there's like a burning sensation almost because okay. it's like when they go off. And so I cut. After a few seconds, completely out of it, I come to, and all I can hear is people running outside, and they're like, "Fire, fire, get her out!" You know, kind of thing. And so I'm like, completely like, I don't like, because the car landed finally on like on the driver's side door. So I I was like, I can't, and and I'm just like, this is why you like knocks to the head is no joke, man. Because I was like, in my head, I'm like, I need to get out and I need to go up. And yet, all I kept doing was like pawing with my hands on the window. And I was like, what am I doing? I don't, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> and I'm like, I should probably stop. I should probably get out. <laughs> this is like, and I, and I like, I managed to get my hat. I had a little like a beanie. I managed to get that. Did I think on my phone? No. So that was stuck in the car. Um, and then fortunately there was like a biker dude who literally like, he came and he just pulled me out of the car and then the ambulance showed up and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So. So you, at this point you were like, obviously moving so it was clear you weren't like not able to move well here's the thing because adrenaline is such a powerful thing so it's like when the ambulance came and checked me out I had a few places where I could feel that it was like it was hurting Mm. me and when I tried to walk I was limping and I was like what why because I wasn't really sure why only thing I felt in the moment was I was just really dazed and when they asked me questions um it was like they would say it and then I would be like I would be thinking of an answer to it and then I would forget like what the question was and then so uh, basically two days later I, I, they said when go home and if it gets worse you know go into the ER basically A and E is called in this country <laughs> <laughs> and so I um two days later I was literally like I hadn't slept for 48 hours no I, I was I was like popping painkillers like crazy and I still like I had a headache I was dizzy and then I then and anybody who's injured their ribs will know how bad this is I sneezed oh and I almost passed out like it was just it was so bad and so I dragged myself to the emergency room which of course during COVID is like the worst place you want to be because it's yeah you just and so I was stuck there for about nine hours waiting for somebody to see me and and during that time you know I I was sitting very carefully so I was like I was kind of just stiff but I was like the pain wasn't too bad because obviously I'm hopped up on painkillers and I thought to myself maybe I've just imagined this maybe it's not that bad should I go home and I kept like texting people that were like on standby to come and pick me up to like 
like maybe maybe it's fine and they were all like you sit your butt down <laughs> like you stay there yeah. and the doctor when he came to like examine me and he was like trying like my head and everything in my neck and I was like yeah it's fine and I thought to myself oh this is gonna be so embarrassing it's gonna be nothing wrong with me and he's gonna be like looking at me like I'm crazy got Munchausen's or something and uh and then he got like to my left side and he was like what about this and he he just gently pressed on one place and I don't know what I think I screamed because there was noises and then I jackknife so I almost elbowed him like or kneed him in his face because I literally like completely and then I kept going like because <laughs> he was like I was trying to keep breathing so I wouldn't pass out and he was like yeah there's something not right here so I was at least I was glad that I always have this fear when I go to see a doctor that it's going to turn out that it's nothing and it's all been in my head yeah I don't know if anybody else has that fear but that's something I do I was like, what if I'm just imagining it? What if I'm a secret hypochondriac and I just didn't realize it? This is usually how I end up only being dragged to the yeah. like, doctor's. Okay. Well, this is like, why you waited two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's taken me four weeks to be able to go for walks again properly because mm-hmm. every time I tried walking, it was just too painful. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is the story of... I don't really know what the, 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 you know, moral of the story is, except for always check behind your sun visors before you start driving. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the only thing I can relate to that is that twice now, one of which was this week, I uh, have been driving and then noticed there's a wasp in the cab of my van. So oh, t- no. this week I was on the motorway and I was had my hand resting on the gear stick and then just felt something tickling in my hand and looked at my finger and there was a wasp <sighs> on it. Fortunately, I, I like I freaked, but just in that movement, it moved it like from my left to my right and then out the window. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it just so went. Good. Whereas the last time it happened, it stung me and I was like trying not to crash while it stung me. Oh man. The the paramedics when they turned up, one of them, she said that she had a friend who um was on the motorway and had a, had a bee in the car or something like that and literally ended up like pulling up on the hard shoulder and just jumping out the car yeah. <laughs> and, and she and I was like literally just jumping out I don't even know if she got out the right way or the wrong way but it was yeah it's just so I it's like yeah they were all like super nice because I yeah. was just like you know when it's like everybody turns up with the flashing lights and everything and you just sit there feeling like a complete idiot and you're just like oh, I don't want to talk about this <laughs> but I have to explain myself <laughs> That must have been so um, intense, though. Like, I had quite a low-key car crash in my first ever car. And I went into a ditch and hit a a lamppost. But I wasn't... I was going pretty slow. And all I got was a bit of, like, seatbelt bruising. But, like, I I still remember how much it felt like like I was going to die. Because it was just, like... So like yeah, just to, just like shook you around in the car. So to actually flip, that must have been. Yeah, have... I was. I I think the thing is because I don't know. I used to work in a trauma ward and all these kind of things. So I think there is part somehow my brain is wired. So in the moment while it's happening, like yeah, I could be a little bit like you know because I got my head knocked quite badly. I was a little bit like out of it, but I was quite like okay, what do we do practically and everything like that. But then it's it was like maybe like five days later I started having like nightmares about it yeah. and things like that so it will come out like in different ways and it's like yeah it's been I think I think I'm still processing it but yeah it's, it's yeah just... I imagine you are uh. yeah because then you go through the whole thing also 
what if somebody would have been on the pavement what if I would have hit a person like and it's like and then you like you beat yourself up about that and then oh my life or like I what if I would have flipped and then landed on another car or what if it could have been kids in that car like it's all these things and even though people like it almost makes it worse when people are like well there's nothing you could have done mm. because it's like no don't tell me that because <laughs> tell me something I can change for when I get back behind the wheel again like you know tell me something I can change so that I can make sure that that I'm not even close to that ever happening again you know yeah I know what you mean yeah Oh dear. Anyways, wow. yeah, it's it's been a it's been an interesting few months. There's been like you know, it's just been lots and lots of things. So I'm like the icing on the cake. Yeah, it's just like I felt like yeah, why not? You know when you have that kind of like why not? Yeah. something new. Yeah. Of course, of course, the house is on fire. Sure, <laughs> sure that happened too. You know, it's just like <laughs> that's a nice wing back here and there. Anyway. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, given to me by some friends during uh, lockdown. Nice. They came with masks, dropped it off, and then I dragged it up. It was like, mm. <laughs> very regal. It's it's very nice actually. <laughs> it's been it's good to have like a few different places you can like move around to when you go for your Zoom meetings. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's you know makes people kind of it brings the illusion that maybe you are moving around, <laughs> maybe you are out there. You know, <laughs> maybe um it'd be got quite a good place to you know to read from. Yeah, like story time with Hannah. I know, right? I wish I had like a more of like a Charles Dance voice or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that I would actually do like a good story time. It's this chair needs a good like somebody with like that kind of voice. Yeah. I feel um, preferably a pipe. Yes. And, and a beard, but I don't know. That's maybe after Listen, I'll work on it. I'll <laughs> I, you know, but I don't know if I can do that much. <laughs> maybe you haven't you've you know you've been in lockdown. 15 months now if you haven't got one by now I don't think you're gonna get one yeah I don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> that's good I'm glad yeah, that, there that. goes my dreams about running off at the circus as well <laughs> <laughs> well it's uh it's, it's good to have you back for, thank you um, thank you for having me back even though I'm like one I think one of those who blabbered on for the longest time last time <laughs> I, th- did I, I think I managed to cut it down to to one episode though didn't I yeah you did out of like three hours or something yeah pretty good yeah it's good it's good it's all good fun um yeah i don't know what this is called really just part two the resurrection yeah oh dear (laughs) you haven't died so that doesn't really work exactly oh yeah the the return of the hannah yeah so first question yes what is the best biscuit um this is the thing because it's like do you want me to pick from like things that people in england will know or just not really okay so the one well one of my absolute just opening google now (laughs) yeah is i showed you that the last time we we did the recording and it was the doris biscuit but it's like is it a biscuit is it a cookie what is i don't know what it is Uh, but it is amazing yum 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 that was it's basically like a biscuit that's like it's baked with like a bit of a tart. It looks like a mini tart shell, but it is a biscuit kind of. And oh, then they yeah, I this. Yeah. With like something that is similar to what's in an Oreo, but like lots more juicy bits and stuff in it. <laughs> juicy bits. <laughs> I see that. Trifle. Apparently. That's what, it, that's what it says underneath. It's not trifle. I don't know what it is. It's one of those truffle. things where it's like truffle. Doris truffle biscuit. 
truffle biscuit. That doesn't sound right. I'm just going to... This one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you don't understand. That's so good. Because it's like you see the white bit. Yeah. So first of all, the base is like this creamiest, like a really nice snap to it. Like this really nice, like chocolatey biscuit, but it's not overwhelmingly chocolate. Then the white bit is basically like what you put in between Oreos, but it's like a creamier version of it. Then the little black bits in it. Um, it's like pieces of licorice. Oh, wow. And like, but hard, like it's a, it's a short, like a, a snappy licorice, not like the soft chewy one. Yeah. And then you also got like sprinkles mixed in with it. Nice. I want to try that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a night. This is Amazon.co.uk and like it's showing it as if they might, they might be available at some point. Oh, but you know, there is a, there is a website you can actually order online oh, finished really? candy. Mm, have I have to stay away from it because I ate everything last year and I'm <laughs> trying to be good now. I had a salad today, so I have to bookmark that. Props for me. So this um is this is it in like a a pastry? It isn't a pastry. It's a it is like a chocolate biscuit. Oh, okay. Kind of because it's not it's not crumbly like pastry is. It's not the texture. Oh, okay. It is the texture of a cookie or a biscuit. So from the top, it looks like a little tart, you know, like a like a uh, jam. It does. But it's actually yeah. just, it's just flat, is it? It's just flat. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, there's no like V thing going happening. It's just flat like that. So for the benefit of the listeners, if you Google Carl Fazer, that's Carl with a K. Fatso. Fatso, sorry. Okay. Fatso, <laughs> but spelt like Fazer, F-A-Z-E-R. Exactly. And then Doris <laughs> Truffle, you'll find... What we're talking about and it do look pretty yeah. great those are the ones that i'm like yeah i want to i would go back to finland for those if, if I, and i would go back to finland just to get those and then come back again like it's just like it's so good i dream about those sometimes if it wasn't for the great logistical nightmare i feel like that would be like such a great thing to do like the first bit of travel after like things have gone back to normal like now technically you could probably go back to do that but just not worth the headache but it no. feels like a very triumphant thing that you could do in a dream world yeah just let's just hop on the plane and go like go to portugal and get um get the pastel de nata yeah from like made fresh in lisbon just do that over the day just be like yes we can go places we can eat things yeah. again and in central portugal there is a pl- an ice cream bar which is like there's this chemist guy who owns it and he makes the most amazing ice cream okay Mwah. Could you believe that I went to Portugal and didn't have, I didn't have a tart? No. That's how uncultured that I probably still am. Is that I, do, I don't think I even realised at that point that that is something I should have seeked out. Oh dear. The closest thing I've done what? is had one at a Portuguese cafe here, which is... No, it's not the same. No. Crazy. Oh my goodness. What is that about? You well, all all that means is that you know you have to go back to Portugal. Yeah. Like, that's just it. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I'll when you go, you let me know, and I'll give you the place of the ice cream place because around the corner is the best place for those as well that I know. Is this in Lisbon? Yeah. Nice. So it's it's really great. The place with the tarts, you know, you, they don't really have seating indoors. It's more of a like there's a queue down the block and then you just wait and then you go in and you get them and you then you're out quick again. Okay. Yeah. 
but it's it's so good and you can see them make it there as well nice behind like plexiglass and it's really good mm, yum, yum, yum. yeah those are good as well but they're not a biscuit <laughs> <laughs> so we're selling on this yeah. yeah i mean there is there is no contender in my book okay i just i really wish that i could just know <laughs> <laughs> because it's like to look at i i just can't imagine the flavors you know it just doesn't so like the way you've described it, it doesn't look like that no, I would never it's, have it's said just, there was licorice on that. <laughs> no, but it's just so good. <laughs> Chocolate and licorice together, that's just mental. No, that's really good. I bet it is, but it's just, who dreamed, you know, who dreamed that dream? One of the most amazing things that you can get from Finland, right, is this, there's this little, basically it's a piece of licorice and it's covered in chocolate and then rolled in um, like salty licorice uh, powder. So you have the licorice and you have the chocolate and then you have this, this, this kind of saltiness from the, from the licorice. And it is uh, incredible. Wow. They are so good. That's how, I, I, this has opened up a whole new window of something I didn't even know existed. This combination. <laughs> yeah, but you do realize like Finnish, Finnish licorice, like we have, it's like... Um, it's like a cultural like thing. Yeah. It's like a part of the the <clears throat> you know it's like fish and chips for English. Yeah. For us, it's like we have we have licorice and we have something that's like basically licorice but saltier and a different texture. And it's called salmiaki. Yeah. And it's super like salty, but it's so good. It's sweet, but yeah. it's, they're salty. Okay. And I don't know how to explain it. So there's like there's like 10 different types of, of licorice alone in Finland. <laughs> and there's so many different textures you can go with and they put it they put it in ice cream it, licorice ice cream is amazing yum, yum, yum. yeah i bet that's actually not quite good actually good combo but they do it like a salty licorice so yeah. it's really good so you get like the the it's basically vanilla and then it has like streaks of, of like saltiness through it which is like with licorice and it's like oh it's so good yeah gotta try that See, you can notice that I'm trying not to eat anything bad at the moment. Or like, like, <laughs> That's all you can talk about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So if you were on, a, well, as you are in real life, you're on an English budget of not being able to have whatever you want, like you're limited to whatever you can get in this country, what what would you get? What would you say is goods from, from England? Like biscuit-wise? If you had to limit yourself. You know what? Um, I would say... Is it Sainsbury's that does these? You know, the little bags of, of cookies they do. Mm. They do like baking house. They do like the white chocolate chip something. Yes. Those are really good. Very good. Is that the one with the do dark like chocolate biscuit? No. Okay, you're talking about white chocolate. White chocolate and just a light biscuit. Normal biscuit, yeah. Normal biscuit. Okay. I have an aversion to dark chocolate because I'm like, stop trying to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop messing around. Exactly. I think I can't remember if it's uh Tesco or Sainsbury's. They do a white chocolate and raspberry one. It's like in their finest range. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. That sounds alright. Depends on how the like is it freeze-dried raspberries that they've left, like, or is it like fresh raspberries that they've left things a bit soggy? No, no it's freeze-dried. It's like just little okay. little bits. Oh, yeah. that could be interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Sainsbury's. Let me look. Mm, I gotta try that. 
Uh, they they do. There's like um, that's the sort of thing that pops up in just like a, a petrol station as well. There's like this particular brand of like really scabby <laughs> white chocolate and raspberry cookie. But if I see one, I'm just like, I've got to do it. Uh, yeah, Sainsbury's. Oh, yeah, that's a recipe. Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. Oh. Yeah, that's a that's a guy. Because I walked, I walked through Aldi the other day, and they had something that said white chocolate and raspberry, but it looked really monkey. It was like, because mm. I think that was like they used fresh raspberries, and they don't always like it. Just I don't know. It just looked like this is gonna be a nightmare if I try to eat it. Yeah. So I left it behind because I'm trying to be good. <laughs> yeah, and then you realize, you know, when you're really trying hard. That when you do have something, you shouldn't. It's got to be worth it. You don't, yes. you don't want to waste that opportunity. Exactly. No, you've got to be worth those calories. It's got to be like, and there's nothing worse if you try to be good and then you go like, you have a, a thing in mind that you want to be bad for, you know, kind of thing. Okay, I'm going to eat this. And then you eat it and somehow it's messed up. Yeah, or it's, not, it's so disappointing. The, the anger is real when yeah. it comes to Like, it's just the rage that happens. Yeah oh it's just you feel so terrible and you're just like what was the point of that Oof, that's no. what i'm like with with uh with meat or like yeah meat because i i basically am vegetarian for for my health like just because it doesn't agree with me very very well so it's like if i want to compromise uh and it's just a trash meal it's just like i don't know like a rubbish <laughs> burger or something it's like this was this was a waste of time but here's also sometimes like for example that like the big mac from mcdonald's you know it's rubbish oh yeah but there's like a nostalgia factor to it that makes it like i have i have had that in the last year have you wow i have i i was like it was like i was missing something to just connect to my childhood that's let's let's say that and then people can't judge me because i'm far away from my people But I don't know. I just felt like, you know what? Let's do go for it. And I ate it. And it was because it's not even meat, really, that no. it's not really. You're eating chemicals. So it's like, I don't think I don't think it counts. Did it live up live up to the expectation? It like those sauces tasted like when I was a kid. It was just like, oh, I remember being a child and going to go get the, the meal. And then you got like a little toy as well. Yeah. Which is nice. that was actually. <clears throat> my dad must have bought the toy separately because we got a Big Mac meal, but then somehow we got a toy with it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's hacked the system hmm. there, isn't he? Exactly. To be fair, if anybody could have done it, it probably was him. He probably just talked to them until they gave it to him, so just to make him go away. <laughs> just be like... <laughs> Amazing. Okay. You want to give me this toy and the Jedi hand move with it? <laughs> yeah. You will give me this toy. Exactly. All right, so we've set the scene. Is this the toy you're looking for? We've set the scene with the Doris biscuit. Um, okay. And would, the picture seems to suggest that you should have it with the tea. Is that is that right, or is that coffee? Um. Well, it's up. It's up to you. Like Finnish people in general are coffee drinkers. Okay. But I've never, I've never, because I'm intolerant to it, so I can't drink it. So, to be fair, like, I, yeah, another fun fact, uh, you know, it's, yeah. This it, much it energy without me, caffeine. So. Oh, yeah, I've, I haven't had caffeine because I can't have Coca-Cola either or, or any energy drinks. Wow. 
And I, I've actually, I've, uh, about a year and a half ago, I cut out even regular tea with caffeine in it. So I haven't had any caffeine in about two years almost. Wow. And all of this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the two, there is a whole thing. Because like basically like a few, a month ago, um, it kind of was brought to my attention that I might possibly have ADHD. So that could be uh, where the okay. energy is coming from. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that might be doing it. But coffee, no, because intolerance. So I get really bad heart palpitations and yeah, yeah make, it makes me pass out. So Wow. That's quite a strong mm. reaction yeah it's almost the opposite then if you have it enough to make you pass out it has the opposite effect than it does for most people <laughs> yeah but i've read this thing actually about how coffee in general you know how they say oh, it lowers blood pressure and it's like good for your heart and it's good for all these things um and it energizes you and all these things so apparently it depends on how your you metabolize it because mm. there's like so the population is basically split in half so if you have, if you metabolize it, I think it's if you metabolize it quickly, then it has the positive effect. But if you metabolize it slowly, it has the opposite effect. So it will raise your blood pressure, and it will actually, like, basically have it have like a negative effect on your energy and all this. Okay. Yeah. It takes yeah. too long to process. Exactly. I think it was that way. It was. It's. It's a few years since I read this article, so I might. It's either. It's either, the fast is good or the, <laughs> or the. You know, it's the other way around. Yeah. I can't remember. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's not for everyone. I feel like it, for me, it's, it even changes day to day, like sometimes. Um, I just, like, it just doesn't, doesn't sit well. It just, like, makes me feel anxious or, you know, I think it depends sometimes what you've got. If you've got something you're apprehending or apprehensive yeah. about yeah. in the day, like, like, if I've got a public talk, Quite often I won't have, a, won't have a coffee before because it'll just send me over the edge. Like I'm already, I'm already, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But that might have more to do with your stomach in general. I read this thing and I, I haven't, you know, fact-checked it, so don't take it as gospel. But apparently we have more nerve, actual nerve endings and basically nerve cells around our intestines and stomach than uh, what's in an entire cat's brain. Wow. <laughs> So, you know, when you get like nervous stomach and you can have migraines in your stomach and things like that, it's that's for real, you know. Second brain, that's what they call it, isn't it? Yeah. Because it has to be that much to regulate like digestion issues and all, all that kind of stuff because there's, there's so much that goes into it. So it needs to be there, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, but, you know, I'm going to fact check that yeah. one before, I start, <laughs> you know, before I start telling loads of people that are listening to it. In <laughs> okay. Well, we should probably okay. uh, ask the next question. Which we're, we're moving at the glacial pace with these. I'm oh, trying to keep you know. my keep focus now. The thing I'm is, trying. I'm I'm facilitating. I feel you know. Mm. Uh, I feel like you are an enabler, and I, I'm gonna fully well, listen. I'm telling you, I, I I called a friend the other day for just a, like a little chit chat, and we ended up talking for six hours. So just be aware, yes, you know. Right. <laughs> it's just. What's What's your average bedtime at the moment? Oh dear, I did really good the other night. I had one night when I was like in bed, like. And, and actually asleep at like 20 past 12 and i was so proud of myself wow. i have seen the sunrise a few times <laughs> um <laughs> and uh yeah it's not good but I'm, I'm working on it again now trying trying to be better again now that's good because it also like <clears throat> when i was when i was ill like you know trying to you know heal all my bruises that threw me off completely as well so i was just taking naps when and if i could yeah of course it. 
yeah so I, that kind of took, I, I was trying to like basically sleep train myself mm-hmm. like a toddler and then i'm back on it now <laughs> <sighs> what song triggers a significant memory and that's hard so to here- pin down but that is hard. You know what? The first one, when first time I read this question, uh, the first thing that came to mind was a really sad thing. So I was like, there's no way I'm talking about that because okay. it was somebody who passed away and it makes me think of them and I cry every time. Um, and then I actually just hit me that every time. So this, basically when I was a kid, there was only one other girl in my congregation. There was loads of boys, but just one other girl. And I never liked Barbies. And um, she did, obviously, because she was like a proper girl uh, and not like a tomboy who was climbing trees. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> she invited me over to play and she wanted to have Barbie's wedding. <clears throat> and I was supposed to be Barbie and walk up the aisle, like, you know, do the whole stupid walk with, with legs that don't work. Kind yep. of thing. And, um, and she was like, do the wedding march was you walking up the aisle. And now I'm like six, seven something. I don't know what the wedding march is. <laughs> But I was, I was like, I have no clue. But I do know the Emperor's March from the Star Wars. <laughs> so I started doing that, like, dun, 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 dun. and like walking Barbie up the aisle as she was getting married. And so every time from now, she got super mad. She didn't want to play with me for like a whole week after that because I ruined her wedding or something. <laughs> but uh, ever since then, every time I hear that, I'm just, I don't, I think of Barbie. <laughs> it's just like, I think of that when I've ruined Barbie's <laughs> yeah, The weird thing is, it's actually a pretty similar tune. It is. I think it sounds very similar. Yeah. I just, I think so. First, I can't remember even what the wedding march or the, you know. The first four notes are the same. See, maybe Darth Vader just wanted to get married. <laughs> he was just, <laughs> that's all he wanted. Yeah. Just With his own tune. That's what I mean. Yeah, listen. I think it adds something to a wedding occasion. I think maybe that's something we should consider going forward. But anyway, yeah, I think that, so. That's just me. I think mm-hmm. it's a, a moment of um, uh, understandable dread. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. No, don't be the stereotypical guy, which is like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. And it's like, so why did you court her for however long and yeah. then ask her to marry you? What was your intentions, <laughs> you absolute pervert? Exactly. What were you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but it's yeah i just like it i, I still i'm um, listen i'm in my 30s now i still don't know what the wedding march how it goes i'm not sure but um what well, is that is that universal though i think it's probably from like movies that they have like one american version or yeah. something that everybody knows now yeah i think so probably yeah i don't know that's what she had in mind yeah. so those first four notes just yeah. really like thinking you've got it and then you're like what is this <laughs> and i'm probably like i walked with the barbie very like yeah you know darth vader esque it was no floating you know floating down the aisle and looking happy or anything like that with a dun 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 oh i do feel bad for it poor girl got traumatized <laughs> Okay, so this this question is, um, you know, it could be when you're young or it could be something you've shamefully done recently. But what film (laughs) or band or song have you pretended to like to fit in? 
this is the thing because I'm I just I'm like what come with me I will be very straightforward with what my thoughts are so I'm like I've always been kind of like that so um there's not many but I know one that I for a long time were like I it wasn't I wouldn't go out and say like oh I love it but I do remember one time going when I was a teenager going for like a job interview at one of those like blockbuster type places like the Finnish version of that and you know to get a part-time job and he asked me what my favorite movie was and I I wanted to sound like I was into movies so I said Casablanca (laughs) I like Casablanca and we, I don't know why, because I don't think I've actually been able to not fall asleep for that <laughs> like ever. I don't think I've ever seen the last half of it, like literally. I find it so boring, literally. So boring. Yeah, I'm fairly sure I've never seen it, I'll be honest. Yeah. So I don't know why, but I was like, yeah, I like that movie, like and tried to sound intelligent. And I was just like, where's the guy who was interviewing me was more, I mean, yeah, he was not the... I'm intellectually into movies, so I will therefore work in a movie blockbuster place. He was more in the everything else failed, so I'm here now kind okay. of thing. <laughs> and I watch Wesley Snipes movies in my free time. Yeah. That was more the vibe, but I don't know why. Like it just popped out, and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> and I just hoped that he wouldn't actually like it. Him, like you know, so he would ask me like, oh, what's your favorite scene? And I would have to be like, oh, man, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> you get away with it. You go away I did. It. I didn't get the job though, so that might have. Oh, that might be why. Mm. Maybe he thought you were too weird. <laughs> Probably, but he was like, "Whoever likes that movie, mm. anyway. I don't know." If you really? if you disagree with me, please feel free to contact Josh and tell him how wrong I am. <laughs> yeah, or maybe he was like, "Oh no, she's gonna blow my cover." I actually didn't know anything about films. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's a sham gig. <laughs> Exactly. That's good. You got integrity then, even even from a young age. Normally, there's like some band or something that you're like, oh yeah, yeah I love like, this song. I mean, there probably was. I've just I've just like conveniently shoved it up my brain. That's probably more what's <laughs> happened. Okay. It's just like yeah, I'm trying to think, and I'm like, Titanic was another one where it's like because I was I was a teenager when that came out. I yeah. was just a teenager, and it was. I mean, all my girlfriends at school and like ev- everywhere, like all the sisters in the hall, they all went to see it like three times and they cried through it and they were like, it's such a beautiful story. And I, I was not that impressed. <laughs> I saw it once and I was like that I haven't watched it ever since. And, but I don't think, I don't think I was like, I never pretended, I was never pretended. I don't think so to be like overly like, oh, I loved it. But I was kind of like, yeah yeah it's all right you know kind of thing and then i was just like oh my life what's going on here so everybody's drinking the kool-aid yeah just the hype <laughs> in it yeah. yeah yeah i don't i can't even i i it was a long time before i saw it after it came out i can't even remember i feel like maybe i've only ever seen it on on tv like i feel like i can't remember the, the, the whole film or maybe it's just because it's that long it's like three hours long. yeah isn't it? it is isn't it and it's a little bit tedious. It's like, oh yeah, so you love him, and then you'd run away, and um, it's just a little bit. Plus, then it's like, I found that bit boring, and then the bit where it's like, oh wait, these are like this actually happened to people. Then that I find that really disturbing. Hmm. So I think I've I've won. I've once tried to watch it, but I got as far as to when the iceberg hit, and then I was like, nope, can't do this anymore, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, it's too like, real. 
<laughs> it's too real. I just like, no, don't like thinking about that. Three hours, 14 minutes. It's insane. That's a long time. That's a long time for a teenage kissy movie. Come on now. Because <laughs> that's what it was really about, wasn't it? It was just all about the... Pretty much. And by the way, just for the record, he could totally have fit on that door. <laughs> yeah. There's so many, there's so many he diagrams. He could totally have fit on that door. I mean, she's lying there like a freaking starfish, just like covering the whole thing. Like, yeah. come on now, scoot over. Like, be, <laughs> don't be like that, you know? That is it. Yeah. It's her fault she's, he was dead. Yep. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. She killed him, basically. Yeah. Because she's a snob. <laughs> you know? It is. She did the math she and thought, so this used- is not, our future is not going to work out together. <laughs> exactly. It's easier if you're just like- done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What was the last film that you saw? Well, here's here's my problem. I've had like recently, I've gone through a phase where it's like I have a hard time sitting through a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody. This is this is again where I'm like, is this me? Is there something wrong with me, or is it just pandemic brain? But I I start a lot of films, and then I will be like twenty minutes later, I'll be like, no, nah, I can't do this, and then it's like, and I will jump to something else, and I will jump around a little bit. And like for, I started watching, which is a series, I don't know, if it, but I'm watching Terra Nova. On Disney Plus, okay. it's it's where they go through like a some kind of fractal portal, and they go into like basically an alternative universe, but like that is the Earth eighty five million years ago. So there's dinosaurs. Guess why I like it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it rings a bell, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I watched some of that, but and I also I started watching, <clears throat> and I do want to finish that once my brain works properly again, so I can focus on something. Um, I um, I want to watch Castaway. Yes, classic. That is such a good movie. But unfortunately, when I started watching it, there's like the first twenty minutes is just him talking about FedEx, yeah. and like you know, and it's just I was like, when where's Wilson? Can we get to the good part? <laughs> like, and um, I got a little bit distracted, and then I stopped watching it after that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I feel like, um, I know what you mean, like, uh, I, I think we, it's rare for us to uh, to put a film on because it's kind of like, I don't know, I suppose there's quite a few series that we're watching at the moment, but it's just, even though we would probably sit and watch a series or something for, for an evening, for some reason, like the idea of committing to a film is like too much. I know, I don't right? Know why? But I, if, if it's if it started, I don't I don't feel like we would stop it unless it was really bad. No, no. See, my problem <laughs> is that I get really, and this again is where my friends are like, maybe do you got ADHD? Because like, I, and this is a problem I've always had. Like, I can never just if even when you're watching with friends or something, I always have to be like on my phone doing something mm. at the same time. So there's like something else I can go back and forth a little bit. But if I try to sit down and just watch a movie. I'm telling you, I don't think I can get to a single one without doing, you know, the thing where you go with the mouse yeah. and check like the little thumbnails for <laughs> what's happening. And then if there's like a scene, like let's say like there's a bit of an action movie and all of a sudden they're all like shooting each other and fighting, then I will literally go, mm, okay, that's where they stop. And I will jump to the end of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and yeah, I watched Air Force One, you know, the Harrison Ford movie yeah. like that. <laughs> there is a lot of shooting people in that one like not even shooting people just like randomly shooting in the air and like running around and yeah i actually i didn't finish that one either. <laughs> 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 yeah 
you see my problem i think yeah it's so when you say the last film you watched is like the last film i started watching <laughs> or the last film i actually watched <laughs> the whole thing do you remember that do you remember the answer to that no i <laughs> don't know <laughs> well just have to live with what we've got then <laughs> exactly i do feel like i've got quite bad with uh like having a phone at the same time and it's not even i don't even think it's like not even that the film or whatever is not engaging enough i think it's just that you have it there as well so you just keep going to it but then like we'll be watching something <clears throat> and then i would have just not taken in anything of what we've just seen because i'm looking at my phone at the same time and i'll be like watching mm. some like <laughs> near miss combination on my phone while watching something it's like what why am i even doing so I think with with films in particular, I try and like force myself to like put my phone down. I should. I should probably start training myself because I think probably the fact also that during the last year, I've watched most of what I've watched, I've watched on my own. So then there's like, you know, well, if you're watching with somebody, you're more aware of it. And usually like if I'm around friends, my my rule is usually like leave the phone away. Yeah. Um, it depends, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it depends. If I'm hanging out with them, let's say I'm staying over or something, I might want to check my phone every now and then. Like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not superhuman. Yeah, I can't just yeah, you know, shut that off. But like, if you let's say you're just hanging out for the evening and you're watching a movie, then I will be like making effort. So I'll leave it in the bag because it's like, okay, we're, we're all spending time together. But, you know, so then I will probably be forced to sit through a movie, whereas my brain will then be going everywhere and zone out and zone in every now and then. And then I'll start talking during the movie. <clears throat> a little bit but you know yeah <laughs> it's bad but yeah i don't think the more i think about it i'm like yeah i don't know in like movie theaters that's where i actually sit and I'm yeah like, no i don't i like don't don't overanalyze yourself i think that's just um that's just that, what that's just life that's yeah it's what we've all become a bit like that to be honest and it's not is it, is it because we all have smartphones yeah so we all just like we're just so distracted and we're used to things coming in like 30 second increments like like there's a tiktok or a snapchat or yep. something and then so we're used to that being like quick ones and so we're not used to the format of it being like a story being told over three hours yeah because <clears throat> with books i can do it which is a weird one but with books i can i can like get into it and I can focus but it's somehow I'm just like no not the movies yeah <laughs> weird, isn't it? I think yeah I just need to that's what I yeah I'm not that we used to go to the cinema much but I didn't do miss that experience of seeing a film that way because mm. this is special and yeah it's actually rude to get your phone out like you're gonna get someone's gonna complain about you so <laughs> oh yeah 100% you might get kicked out yeah <laughs> So I'm trying to be good. I'm, I'm deliberately staying quiet and not like going off on like tangents now because I'm trying to focus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so boring. Oh no! <laughs> Enabler. Enabler. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We we should okay. be training to stay focused on things instead of just like flailing all over the place because you know soon real life will have start happening again and then what are we gonna do? We can't have a conversation because you jump from serial killers to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> one pennies to who knows what to like. Yeah, it's not my yeah, problem. Wiener dogs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you call them? The dachshund. You know, oh, the, yeah. Sausage dog. Sausage dogs. That's yeah. what you call them. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> inconclusive about your film then. <laughs> and, yeah, I have no clue. Listen, if you find out, you let me know. That's a work on. <laughs>
Okay, so what album or song do you think was a turning point in your music? Like, in, that's influenced your taste in music down to this day? This is, this was this, I think this was the most difficult one. Because, well, I mean, I haven't really given you a straight answer for anything so far, so I don't know how this can be like. <laughs> um, Imperial March? I, yeah, probably. No, yeah. You know what? To be fair, soundtracks have always been something I've been big on. I love the Spy Game soundtrack. Okay. That was incredible. Oh, don't don't get me started. And um, and it, yeah, so that is probably something like because I just if I could have done something, if I and like if I would have been musical at all, um, that is something I would like you know like composing or like putting together like soundtracks for music, movies and, and series. I think it's just so incredible what they can, how much they can add to something by just playing that the right. Like imagine Jaws for example without the yeah you know like it's just ah, i just find it really fascinating so anything like that was probably also like just just the notion of telling a story with music kind of thing uh which sounds so i don't mean it that kind of like oh yeah let me talk about this one as well, my <laughs> no i know what you mean but I, sure. <laughs> you know what i mean like that's just something that's really fascinating but i think if i had to pick one because I listened to like everything, but I think when I was when I was about like twelve or thirteen, I found like greatest hit CD of the Doors at like a, a charity shop. Right. Okay. And, and around the same time, I also bought um, Aretha Franklin something greatest hits or something. This is like again charity shop like dumpster diving basically, <laughs> and uh, and that was like because it was it was right in the middle of all the Barbie girl hype and all this kind of stuff. So everybody else was like, Winger Boys, yeah, you know, and I, I don't mind that either. I like it. But it was like, <laughs> somehow I was just, yeah, I, I used to listen to those two like on repeat. And um, yeah, somehow that just, I think that definitely like influenced it for the next five years at least. Because I just, when everybody else was full on like plastic Barbie girl, all this stuff, I was just saying, <laughs> My mine was a bit different. <laughs> you like was, you skipped. Know. It sounded like you skipped a bit in your age. You know, like you that. That's how old were you when you found those CDs? I mean, I'm a, I, I'm thinking I was probably I must have been like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, this is pretty pretty mature music for that age then. I think I think my thing has always been like um, I always wanted to see what the fuss was about, and I think it's like you know. I would listen to the radio or like listen to grown-ups talk and all this. And I was the same with the stuff I read as well. I remember I went and, and borrowed um, Crime and Punishment when I was like <laughs> 11 from the library. And I remember the librarian being like, she she like stamped me through and she just looked at me and she was like, well, maybe when you're older, you'll understand it. Okay. And I was like, nice. you condescending. <laughs> I wow. was just like... And but it was and it was literally just because somebody had talked about it and had heard about it as it, as it being like some kind of great piece of literature Rather, and I just yeah. wanted to see what the fuss was about. Like I read the Odyssey when I was like a teenager as well, just to see what the fuss was about. Never finished it because all my life that is so annoying that book. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just basically a bunch of Greek guys sitting around saying telling your mama jokes. Like it's it's literally that's it. Like they're just, just lots of ego and insulting each other's mothers. I was just like, this is it. I was just, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. So I a lot of times I would come up, they would come up wanting, let's say so, you know. Yeah. 
And I would be like, I don't understand why people are viewing these as classics. Maybe if I reread them now as an adult, maybe it, maybe the librarian was right. That, you know, maybe when you're older, you understand it. <laughs> yeah, it maybe. True. Maybe. Or maybe it's just... Uh, well, then they were just boring. Yeah. There is a lot of that. Yeah. This is what goes back There's to, you know, pretending to like stuff. I think there's a lot of that in the world, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Jumping Whereas on. I had no problem reading Crime and Punishment and being like, this is stupid. Yeah. Boring. Like, basically, boring. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I, I do find it, Russian literature overall, I find it quite hard to handle. Yeah. Because it's all very, like, about the grand suffering of life. You know, like, oh, yes. It's very Dr. Zhivago. You know, like, let's just suffer through life and really feel it. Because yeah. this is what life is about. To suffer. You know, kind of thing. And you're just like, well, we could just, you know, maybe take a pause from that and just <laughs> chill out, take a nap, maybe. You know, <laughs> it's just... Yeah, there's, there's some joy in life, isn't there? Exactly, exactly. So I, I found I found it hard to read. Yeah. Maybe I should give Russian literature another go. I probably should. This is a very weird tangent to go off <laughs> when you ask me about music. But anyway, <laughs> so basically, yeah, when, when I saw the doors in that charity shop, I didn't so much think, oh, I'm going to, you know, like it was more of like, I've heard people mention this and it seems like a big deal. I want to hear what it is. What's, what's all the fuss about? And when it came to them, I just loved it. And the same with Aretha Franklin. So nice. Mm. And you feel like you've kind of gone off of a, on a tangent of that sort of stuff, where like you've kind of is that your kind of base of music? Like no, I think I go wildly in all directions because then also I, when I was seven, 17, 18, 18, I just turned 18, I moved in. So I was, I was sharing a flat with two sisters from Ghana and they literally just arrived. And we, I was in a congregation, was mainly Nigerians and Guineans. Okay. And so every single like house party we would go to was just like West African music. And I got so massively into it. I love that as well. They got some good tunes. Amazing. So it's like, you know, and, and I think it's like different phases I've gone through in life. Like I've always picked up some kind of new type of music. And so now it's, it's just a mess. I don't really know. <laughs> there's not really any, there's no structure. I, it depends on my mood. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. Yeah. that's great though I think um, I mean there's a lot of people that just generally aren't into music they don't kind of seek out new music just like whatever's on is on mm. but I think um, yeah the more you're exposed to the more yeah it broadens your horizons doesn't it Isn't there shouldn't be any yeah. limit to how, how, you, how like how many genres of music you can listen to and enjoy no and if you like look at those videos when they're like, oh, you can use the t- same three chords to do basically all Western music. Yeah. And so and then you as soon as you venture out to a different continent or something, you get like all these different types of sounds that have developed there. And it's just, yeah, I think it's just it, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think everybody should get like like world music education at some point yeah definitely just because because it's they're so happy marley marley's got some really good stuff okay so that is oh yeah it's mariam and amadou i think it's their name it's a blind couple from marley and they just they do some really cool stuff i went to see them when they, they were in they were in um in um camden when i first year i was in england oh, and cool. i went to see them <laughs> yeah it was great it was yeah this awesome do you know the um, comedian James Acaster? Yes. <laughs> you know, he's done. He's doing this like obsessive project where he um, 
has bought like close to a thousand albums from 2016. No way. Because he was like, that was his way of coping with having a breakdown. But because he's so obsessive with it, he's just like seek, seeking out any album from that year. And he's like uh, found all sorts of different kind of world music and just no limits of where he's looking. Oh, man. Stuff, so. I love Is that yeah. still on Netflix when he did that series of stand up? Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was so good. I love this bread research. And yeah, he did it. I probably watched it like three times. Yeah, just no, I, I feel like I'm due to watch it. I don't think I watched it during lockdown, actually. That, uh, I need, yeah, let me see if it's still on there. I, I want to watch it again. Yeah, he, He's so brilliant. He released a book, oh, man. Uh, like um, talking about his breakdown <gasps> and also the, the music he found at the same time. Um, and like, no re- way. Re- recommending certain albums. And to be honest, it's probably done the same for me. Like, there's loads of weird genres of music where I just like never would have, mm. never would have heard of it or never would have seeked it out. But it's really good. And like weird amalgamations of yeah. like, there's like a math rock band that's mixed with like traditional, uh, I think it's like Brazilian traditional Brazilian music or something. Ooh. That's really good. Pig's Bay, that's called. Oh, nice. It's a great album. But I never would have like, never would have. No. dreamt of listening to some of that but it's good. <laughs> yeah it's good no i think i think you can get like music is one of the few things that you just you can listen to a song and you can get like it just kicks something off in your brain and you can get like almost deliriously happy because that's just how you react to it and i think just or you can get really feel like kind of like ooh, this, it goes deep you know like you can yeah. like it like the emotions you can feel from music it's just it goes beyond words and it's just like I think that's amazing and I think like you said you definitely I mean looking back when I was a teenager li- listening to the doors there was probably something not right with me <laughs> you know like it's just I listened to some other dodgy stuff too that we were like very like you know got into Morrissey at some point <laughs> just like, you know. and um and it's just yeah I think it can help you through things like that just because it's like yeah yeah definitely I think there's something to be said for it is I mean, for me, music is one of the key things that makes me believe in a creator, to be honest. Because mm, I think yeah. it's just such an important part of life, but like so emotive. Yeah, like, it's absolutely. Just, it's, and what's the point of it? No, there is no point <laughs> other no. than it just makes life it just, great. It just makes you feel things and yeah. that's it. Like, and then if, if it was just, if there was no God, like it just, what would be the point of that? There's no evolutionary point of that. Just, yeah. it's actually it's a, it's a bad thing it could manipulate you into something that could be not beneficial for you yeah that is it um but it's yeah no i, I mean, know what you mean uh, absolutely i'm i'm like if somebody was like no pizza or like no music i would be like <laughs> oh, forget the pizza like I, I will keep the music like it's just it, forget it's the like pizza you... there's probably gonna be sweet corn on it anyway so you can forget that. exactly oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly it would be terrible anyways <laughs> yeah i think um that's like one of the main things I, I can't see myself going that there's going to be any normality with it by really missing live music but I can't I can't imagine it ever being the same like because no. sometimes you see a band and you're quite happy to sit or to stand you know mm-hmm. still and just enjoy enjoy the music other other like some of the best memories of gigs where it's just been like a huge collective experience 
and mm. you're like way too close to people that you don't know <laughs> yeah. so like, to, to do that again I, don't, I can't see it but exactly no what I, I could know. see and something I do when I go see again just now you're talking about concerts I once this was before I moved from Finland I had a friend of mine who kind of dragged me to this um it was like Finnish folk music festival but it was out on this like island of the like off of Helsinki and uh, basically there was like a, a sunset concert but it was kind of like in this little beach like platform that was built right on the beach like right by the, the, the sea and it was maybe 20 people there I'm not even joking there was not a lot of people there yeah. But that was one of the most incredible, incredible. I I'd never before then I hadn't really understood folk music. I I was kind of like mm, like Finnish folk music. Why even is that? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But the like they they did this concert, and I'm I'm like to this day I think of it sometimes, and I'm like I have no like I have no idea. I feel like I experienced something that wasn't quite human. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like they do when they're building the song, they do all the noises of the forest. So they will do like bird noises and like they will do all these little like, <laughs> and it's like and it's like you're sitting in the forest, like you like it's well you were there, but it's like you know and you just and it sounds just like it's not like oh there's a person in person like like it's not like I always imagine like folk music being like well let's let's bang on these old drums and just go like you know like and it was just it built this really like it made you kind of you could understand why people believed in magic and fairies and things like that because it kind of wove like it always like created this whole universe mm. kind of like in I don't know I'm not, it's not making any sense you had to be there <laughs> but that is something that is one that I'm like even at post pandemic I could probably go to a concert out in the open with 20 people in the forest yeah yeah that's fair probably end up getting murdered it might be like a whole <laughs> it's, a, or it's a whole right? different <laughs> risk factor there <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that is that is actually something i want to get more into because it's that was some incredible stuff yeah i think it's um sometimes just like adapting and just being satisfied with like something smaller but it's still good like like playing yeah. playing live music as well like I, I really miss that and i know that it's like not gonna happen again in in the way i used to because it took up too much of my time like i can't can't do that as an adult yeah. <laughs> but like there's other things like you know just playing a few acoustic songs with some friends like that's still really good as well it's yeah. still fun so just yeah settling for like lowering your expectations but still having a good time yeah absolutely no we we just yeah like you said you just gotta adjust because i don't think i want to go to a music festival or any kind of bigger concert anytime i was gonna say anytime soon but that was like maybe not in it ever Ooh. yeah that's it isn't it yeah i mean i've got got a few tickets that are still pending like as in we're supposed to see mm. last year and they just got postponed and this you know just gonna have to take it as it comes and see what how we all feel when if it ever actually if the rescheduled date ever happened <laughs> exactly and just see you know just it's not the end of the day it's only you know it's something to looking forward to but it's also not that important it's not worth taking no. the risk over if you don't feel safe yeah there you go Okay, this is going to take a dark turn now. Yes, for the next I'm question. Ready. What's your first memory of shame or embarrassment? Oof. Right. Let me take you back <laughs> to I was probably what I think I must have been. I was eight or nine. And well, in, so when I was growing up, I was in a small village. 
in northern Finland. Yeah. So here it's like parents drop you off at the at the school gate. Where I where I was growing up, it was like a twenty minute walk to school, and you just got there yourself from day one, <laughs> kind mm. of thing. So it, <clears throat> it's very much you know make sure you get to school by you know kind of thing. And um, it was a different time. It was like nineties in northern Finland. Nobody yeah. thought any bad thing bad could happen. And I decided I'd I'd gotten I'd agreed with a friend of mine that we were going to meet a specific place where our two journeys to school kind, like kind of like joint. Yeah. And we were gonna we were gonna meet up there and then walk the last bit together. And I got there and she wasn't there, so I just waited, and I waited, and she didn't turn up, and I waited and I waited, and then because I was quite close, to, I was quite close to like our town hall, but like there was like a bit of the house stuck out. So I couldn't see the clock on the side of it. So I had to like run and look at it. And then I realized that I had like three minutes to get to school. Cause it was like, so I literally like I'm legging it and I'm like, so I come and I'm, I'm running to school and I'm like, and as I step in, this is again, I have this, my brain has this weird thing of just blurting things out that I'm like, afterwards I'm like, no, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. And um, so basically I step into the classroom and I go, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I overslept. <laughs> And I don't know why I said it. I literally don't know why I said it. And then we had music. Oh, and my stupid music teacher, who I, by the way, did not like. And there's a whole reason, well, lots of reasons why. Because he was, ugh, anyways. Um, but he was like, and he just looked at me and he goes like, no, you didn't. And then I realized that he he biked by me. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's standing there. So he, he knew I wasn't oversleeping because, you know, I had been there on the pavement. <laughs> you know in good in, in good enough time to actually make it to school on time um yeah so and i just i didn't know what to do so i just looked at him and i just went i just kind of shrugged my shoulder and i was like hmm. like kind of like what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> but i felt like the shame oh i felt that is one of those memories that like even into my 20s every now and then i would i would think about it and i would cringe because <laughs> i was like i lied I just, just being like, called it, out like in the moment yeah. straight away oh man oh yeah that is like I think that's the first one. It's like you can really like feel it burn, like the shame burn, because it's like, oh no, yeah, which isn't that bad, I think. It must Not be no, no, it's good to have that, like, to have some level of accountability, isn't it? Even at a young age, <laughs> I think it must be around that age. Like mine, mine's probably about seven or eight, and like you know, that's time I keep looking at the date. I know how old I am. Maybe I don't. <laughs> Twenty-five years ago something like that oh man still... i'm 10 days away from my birthday <laughs> not that i celebrate but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the shame still burns the shame still burns, burns Listen, it's good <laughs> but maybe that's around the time you start because you know i can't remember now what point you develop the even the as a child the ability to feel shame like that because let's face it when you did things when you were four years old there was some right wild stuff you got up to that you probably should have felt embarrassed or shit yeah yeah about but you were like, yeah, whatever, I don't care, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, at some point then you learnt that. And maybe it is that seven, eight, nine, kind of that age. Yeah, I reckon it must be. Must be around Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get into trouble for it? Well, he couldn't really like, he just kind of stared at me and he's like, oh, he was just, he was just a really, oh, dude. It was just, oh. he was this guy, oh, I was like, I mean, in my head, I was kind of also like when I was angry because, you know, as a kid as well, you feel bad and then you get like annoyed with the people you feel bad about because you like you don't like that they made you feel bad, even though you made yourself feel bad. 
um and so i would be like see i was like it's not like i missed anything it was just you like him like going on about credence clearwater revival for another 10 minutes like, he stopped. i don't know what happened in his brain but he listened to them once and it was like no other music counted. he was like he would only speak of them yeah and they were the only band that were great and he was he was in a band on his free time as well there wasn't anything good it was like a bunch of like middle-aged dudes who were like at some point wanted to be like famous and musicians and it just never really happened but they kind of like and it wasn't like cool music it's like we have this kind of like lava dancing um it was kind of there is a genre of music that lives in like the Swedish areas and the Finnish areas of the Nordic countries. Okay. And it's basically like, it's like tango music, but like modern, it's, it's, it's a little bit like bad country music, but more to a tango and a wall, like waltzing the foxtrotty kind of beats. Okay. And it's, it's basically like they, it is just really cringe. When you see the albums they do as well, they all dressed up in these like really like, you know, like old dude leather jacket. <laughs> This is not a cool leather jacket. This is an old guy leather jacket, yeah. which is like, yeah. well, I want a leather jacket just because it's reliable and sturdy. Yeah. Not gonna be. <laughs> and and it's like it will never get you know worn out, you know. And it's well, just, uh, it's just yeah. So he was in that, but he thought he thought it was super cool, and he would come to to school in the leather jacket and be like, and he would dye his hair black, even though it was like there was like three strands left, and you were just like, you're not fooling anybody. Come on now, and it was just, and he was very like macho and like kind of a little bit like, <laughs> and, and and I was like, why why are we sitting here just hearing you monologue about Creedence Clearwater Revival or um, CCLW? Like <laughs> uh, you know, like he had like an abbreviation. Must be abbreviated. Because yeah, it must be because he was like he was so their fan, so he just abbreviated it because he couldn't. He said it so often he couldn't say it out all yeah. of them. You know, like it was very much like I was not a fan. <laughs> so I think that's also I was like, oh no, the fact that he of all people, because he was quite stern as well, and I was just like, oh, I was not. Mm -mm. Anyways, I wonder where he is now. What a guy! What a guy! <laughs> What's he doing with his pandemic? <laughs> I don't know. I should probably like. I can't even. I I think I can kind of remember his first name, but I can't remember his last name. But at least he was better. He he went on tour, I think, at one point and was ill or something. So he was gone for like two weeks. And our music substitute teacher, the only thing he could play on the guitar was like, have you heard the Tom Dooley song? The hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Yeah. Hang down your head and cry. <laughs> that was the only song he could play on the guitar. For, for two weeks, every single music lesson, that was the only thing we played on the guitar. And the only thing we sang. Wow. I know this song by heart still to this day. It's been burnt into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't even a music teacher. No, he wasn't. I think he was like a carpentry teacher or something. <laughs> he just <laughs> they just didn't have anybody else to do it. <laughs> wow. Desperate times. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm I am from the forest of Finland. There was like this was a school of less than a hundred kids. Okay. Eight years one to six. Wow. So six six eight grades and like we were maybe like 89 in the whole school classes must have been tiny yeah we weren't many we were like 16 17 was the biggest one i think yeah wow <laughs> this is like little tiny village schools so amazing yeah. see I'm, I'm again holding myself back <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to be good fan the fans will be so disappointed <laughs> 
no, they will be like, shut her up. <laughs> it's like, oh, see, this is, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it will be fun when my brain can stay on one topic for more than three minutes. It will be good. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Let's say not. <laughs> you have a high level of functionality as well. So, you know. I don't, I, this is true. You, and I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I've kind of, that's the thing. I'm like, because I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to, even if it was, let's say it is true. Like, what, what am I going to do with that? You know, because it's like, I've learned how to kind of work around it, which is also something somebody pointed out to me isn't normal. So like at work, if I'm working on a project, I will have like two other things and something on my phone open. And so when things get like, gets a little bit like, I get like, it's like bees in my head. It gets a little bit like I can't focus. Then I will jump to something else, do that for five minutes and then something else for five minutes and then jump back and like trick my brain into thinking that I can't do it again. There you go, you're coping very well. Exactly. And apparently this, I was, I mean, I was this many years of age when I, when somebody pointed out to me that that's not normal. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that's something because, and I blame my mother because when I was a kid and I would do a test, she would say to me, when you get the test in front of you, just quickly write down, go through it. And whatever you can think of immediately off the top of your head, just write that down and go through the whole test. Then go back to the beginning and do the medium ones. And then like, if it's something you feel you get stuck on, jump to the next one and do that, you know? So she was the one who taught me to just like, that's just normal. Okay. And you just like, you just move and keep it flowing so you don't get stuck. Cause if you start just staring at one thing, you're just going to get stuck. That's a pretty good system to be honest, especially yeah. for tests. Like, I think that, yeah, it keeps you moving. Yeah. So I just I just figured that's what everybody does in their entire life, you know, with anything. You just <laughs> you have other things to distract you and then you go, you go like full circle and you come back to it. It's good, yeah. Well, I mean, if it works, you know. Yeah. Seems seems great. I mean, there's plenty, there's plenty of times where I just get stuck and just end up doing nothing, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do that as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> well that ain't broke see if it's not completely broke exactly <laughs> it probably is well hey ho what can you do so i don't know uh how you feel about this question I don't know if you've got okay. an answer for it which film slash album have you introduced to someone to to test them out you know test them out mm-hmm. for friendship purposes or maybe other purposes <laughs> <laughs> Gage, you know, your compatibility. Here's the thing. I, I This is actually really interesting. I like this question because I think my answer when I was like 19, 20 is very different from when now kind okay. of thing. Because I definitely think like, for example, you know, I talked about Kent last time. Yep. And when I was like 19, 20, at which point I think when I was 20, I was 20. I had a boyfriend for a while. Um, that was definitely something. And he wasn't Swedish. So... So I was like, you need to listen to Kent and you need to like it. Okay. Otherwise, you know, this is over. <laughs> and I was like, I was very like, and I even like I translated the lyrics by <laughs> hand and all this. It was a whole mess. Uh, I mean, and I, I kind of like, I think at that point I was like, if you don't, if you don't like this, then you like this, you, you know, you need to understand this. So you understand me yeah, kind of yeah. thing, you know? <clears throat> and then now, like maybe from like my well late twenties, it's more like it's not so much about the film or the, the the song or the music but it's more like so it wouldn't be like I wouldn't like test like a friendship or anything like that with like 
if you don't like this, then we can't be friends. Or like, you know, yeah, that's it. You don't have a shot. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would be more, it's more about gauging how they react to not liking something somebody else likes. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like you, when it comes to like any kind of friendship, whatever you just, you value so much more now, not that you have everything in common, but, but it's like, is this person somebody who can be open and supportive of anybody else's taste without having to trample on them? Yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm like, this is why I read this question. I was like, well, I have, so for example, I have one, of, if I would say like one of my closest friends that I've had here in England, for example, at one point I was really into Mongolian troll singing, <laughs> like really good stuff. If you're in the right mood, amazing stuff. Um, and I literally like, I was like, I played it for her and she just went like, she was like, she was so like, I didn't play it as in, I'm going to test our friendship. I just test, I just played it like, Hey, this is really cool kind of thing. But her reaction was basically like, she was like she listened to it like it wasn't like rolling her eyes no I don't want to but she listened to it and then she was like well it's pretty cool but she was like very much not my thing but that's cool kind of thing yeah and I remember just being like in my head thinking like hey hmm, we're gonna be friends because you're you're pretty chill you know and I think that's something like with well I'm not like if somebody is my age or older or anything and have like a specific movie that they need friends to understand or whatever like maybe that's 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 them you know but for me I think you like it's more about the reaction to it than the actual song or music kind of thing yeah 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 it's like a um litmus test isn't it exactly because if if it's that kind of person who thinks there's a right or a wrong answer when it comes to your own personal tastes when it comes to music and and movies then is that really a person you want around no, it's an absolutely fair point. I think um, yeah. it, grind, it does grind my gears a bit when people are very much like, you know, like this, you have to have this opinion of yeah. of something. Like, and oh, this, this is the greatest band or this, you know, yeah. oh, you can't like that. It's like, yeah, cool. Or it is the same thing or like, oh, you like them. Well, tell me about the, what, what was their first album? Oh, how, no. how like, and like, how high did they go? And, like, and it's like, and this, I don't know, I'm like, who cares? Why can't we just enjoy things? Yeah. Why does it have to come with a pop quiz? And and it's like, these are the kind of things. So it's, it's not so much, again, it wouldn't be like, oh, this song I would pick. It could be anything, but it's, it's more about gauging that kind of reaction. And you have those also that aren't so much on that level, but they will be like, oh, you like that. And then that will be something that they like make fun of you for. Yeah. You know, we're friends. So I'm just going to make fun of you for this. And I, I just, I, it never sits really, it doesn't sit right with me. No. Because I'm like, you know, it's, there's, there's so much negativity in the world. Can't we just all be like, hey, cool. You like stacking cups really quick. Good for <laughs> you. You know, kind of or whatever. Like, I, you collect matchbooks. Fantastic. You know, it's like, absolutely. Talk to me about them. I want to hear all about it. You know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm very much like that. As long as you got your passion about something, great. Good for you. Yeah. I don't have to understand it to be supportive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 and it just turns me off when like someone's very arbitrary about like you know dismissing stuff that you like. Yeah, exactly. Or like uh especially where if someone jumps in there and like let's say it's a song uh and you you're like oh I like this and they just dismiss it instantly and you're about to say 
it has a really significant memory actually attached to that song and they've already like shunned it as like okay this is awkward yeah man. and then you don't really want to share yeah. then you're like and how can you be friends then really get really close if you you feel like your personal things that are personally important to you it might not be the greatest song in the world but guess what i i listened to it at this in this moment and that therefore it is very important to me and it's like yeah and it's like you don't if you feel like that's going to get attacked you don't want you're not going to tell them about that yeah. you know it's just yeah yeah so I, I, th- I thought it was an interesting question, but like I, I said to you when you sent me these, I said, well, <laughs> no, there is no straight yeah. straight answer to any of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much like somebody trying to say that your opinion is wrong. It's like, uh, yeah. by definition, it can't be. <laughs> the, these are the same kind of people who, who live in a universe where they believe you can win a conversation. Yeah. And you're just like, that is like, not possible it's a conversation (laughs) it's just like it's you know and it's just yeah i think that in that way maybe test the friendship that it's like not that i would be doing it deliberately but when something like that comes up it's definitely one of those oh okay you know we could maybe maybe we'll be friends but we won't be friends friends yeah yeah you just adjust your your expectations for then yeah i think it's like you said when you when you did it with with kent it's like more of an age thing isn't it i think yeah it's like those things it's like when like i don't know like a film like anchorman or something like people are like oh it's the greatest thing like then you can quote it together and stuff but like that when i was younger that would have mattered to me more if somebody said anchorman rubbish i would have been like what's wrong with you <laughs> but now it's like well you know horses for courses exactly. but exactly it's also also fun to quote things together (laughs) exactly and it's like when you when you were a teenager as well if you said you like something and somebody said no i don't like it it would feel like a personal insult yeah like it would feel like oh they're like you know like like, what you know that kind of thing but now if somebody said that you'd be like okay then (laughs) yeah like it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me at all and i think i guess it just comes with living life a bit and gaining some experience and you realize that it's not it's not that deep fam yeah (laughs) (laughs) just be more chilled out exactly <laughs> good i like that answer it's good oh thank it's a you reason, it's a very reasonable answer <laughs> <laughs> i am glad <laughs> i'd be interested for what other people say for answer now they give, oh, a, yeah. they give a completely different answer <laughs> they're gonna be like this movie and if they don't like it then yeah. they can take a hike and i'm gonna be like oh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just say a bunch of movies that are rubbish now. Just, uh, just. To... Oh yeah. So you can just cut it in and be like, "Yeah, this is what we actually said." <laughs> yeah, this is awkward because you've just. I'm going to end the Zoom call now because you've just uh, ruined this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes it's fun. Like this is sometimes I do. With, I don't know if you do this with friends. Sometimes what I do with certain friends as well is you get like you basically start a little argument that you both know you're not serious about, about something really trivial, just because it's fun to get like, I, you know when some people are really, really funny to like just debate things with? Yeah. So it's like, you just like the flavor of toothpaste or whatever, like something stupid like that. <laughs> and it's like, you can just be on the floor laughing because yeah. they're just like hilarious. Yeah. And I do I do like like that as well, you know? So it's like, the passion. there's a, there's yeah, a difference yeah. in the in the vibe. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. did you meet Aaron? Have you met Aaron on Zoom? He's like, he's been on Would I Lie to You? I think. I can't, I think, I don't think he's been on it, but I think he's like done the AV for it before. I probably have. 
I probably have. He's the, he's such a funny person to debate with because he just like gets so passionate. It'll be like I something know. about like the right way to make a tea or yeah. like stuff like that. He would just be he would just like get very and, invested and, in. And here's the thing. Okay, so this is my okay. Let me tell you. <laughs> now I'm getting worked up because this is something actually like I'm. You know when it's like this is something that does my head in, which is and it's it's fair enough. Like I, it shouldn't because everybody has the right to live their life however they want to, you know. So I I I need to work on that. I realize, but for me, I'm like even if you say I don't know enough about something to have an opinion about this, that's still an opinion. So it's like there is nothing you can talk about in the world where you wouldn't have a personal opinion on it, and the world is not going to explode if you express that. Yeah. But then you have those people that are like you just want to kind of shake them to get like the real personality out sometimes so it's like they're trying like and you get it because you're like i understand I, like i should probably be more like that because sometimes i put my foot in it because i am then you know people be like oh she's opinionated you know <laughs> you know and then and then it maybe i express myself in a way so they don't understand that doesn't mean that i'm expecting you to think the same way i can i'm completely 100 fine with you have the the exactly the polar opposite opinion to mine that's fine but as long as, you know, I'm like, just get it out there. Like, let's chat. Let's have a talk about, it. you know, like, they, you know, I can't, I can't with the whole, well, one mustn't say such things. And one, you know, like these kind of, yeah. that is what, if I'm in a room full of people that are very like, let's talk about the weather. And um, yeah, well, oh no, let's not talk about that. That's a bit uncomfortable, isn't it? Oh, puppies are nice. And uh, I love puppies. I can talk about puppies. But well, you like, mean like most people in England, you mean? <laughs> yeah listen northern england is different <laughs> yeah that's true yeah it's the south it's, yeah it's i i do find i find the english culture in general quite hard i do yeah it, it's like i i get i get the i can see the benefits of being polite and keeping you know just but there's there's a limit in my book to where yeah. i'm like there needs to be a balance yeah yeah which was not at all what you asked about but anyways no, here we it's, are. it's actually fair <laughs> enough it is it yeah. is inhibiting isn't it Especially it when can. you like, you know, there's something just under the surface. It's like, I really need to say this, but it's like, nope. <laughs> nope, can't say it. Can't talk it about there. it. If you, and if you say anything about it, then all of a sudden you're the weird one. Yeah. And you're like, what? Is it not weirder that everybody's sitting here giving, like, because then they will talk about it, but they will talk about it in like, in like weird kind of coded messages. Yeah, like passive aggressive, like, like. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that weirder? Like, doesn't that just lead to like five years more of, trouble because nobody can actually have a conversation (laughs) i was like why can't you just say things like here it is this is how it is kind of thing no push it down deep inside push it down do it (laughs) (laughs) that is it welcome to england (laughs) yeah i do struggle with that i I mean but on the other flip side i can see how it is beneficial in certain circumstances so i'm trying to be good better with it as well and i think i have definitely compared to when i first arrived in england i think i'm a lot better it's difficult because you know yeah. you don't want to you don't want to be that person either that people are like oh she's always being like so you know extra but that is like the interpretation of it isn't it it's like if you feel like your culture is is the correct way and mm. somebody else comes along and is different to that then you interpret it as being wrong you know and it's just yeah. it's just a clash but you know it doesn't mean yeah. it doesn't mean one's better than the other <laughs> No, the more more accurate is there. There's good aspects and there is negative aspects in any culture. Yeah. And it's only when you accept that that you can start maybe trying to like rework yourself a little bit and try try and work on in how like taking on a few like oh I actually I like this trait I'm gonna might try and be a little bit more like that. Yeah. That's it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's hard work, though. Yeah. It's hard work. Become the amalgam. But I mean, you're, you're, you have the advantage of uh, having that experience of like living in different countries. Like, it's a huge advantage to most people. Most people in England are like, just see people move here and expect them not to all fit in <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I do think, I think it's something, again, personal opinion, but um, I do think it's something that everybody should try at some point in their lives. Not just for like, let me do a month or two, but like actually like do a year yeah. somewhere. Because I do think you, you are, you're forced to learn so much about yourself. It's just, it's crazy. And you're still kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It's a strange one. Yeah, it's a big, big life lesson that. It is because it's so different. Like there's one thing to be introduced to other cultures, like in small increments or have like other cultures maybe move into your area or something. But it, the, the feeling of when you're completely like just on your own in a whole, nothing is the way you ever thought. Like even the milk cartons in the, in the shops look different. Like nothing's the same, nothing works the same. And like everybody, the culture is completely different and yet you somehow recognize it a little bit, but it's, it's just, just that feeling, I think it's it's something that I think, yeah, I think it would be good. Another thing you did not ask me about, and I yeah, I told you. <laughs> no, it's a very it's a very uh, very relevant point, and a lot of people miss out on that. Just in a bubble, you know, just mm. seeing things in one one way for the whole life. Mm. It's a great thing about traveling. It is, yeah. So what's your favorite holiday you've been on? Well, no surprise here. I have no straight answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's the, okay. I find, I don't know if I'm the only one. I find the journey to the holiday to usually be the best part of it. Okay. Which I, I don't, it's, that sounds terrible because it's not like the holidays have gone on and been bad either. Like they've been good, but I just love, I love road trips. Yeah. I absolutely love road trips. Just and I love it like when I try to go somewhere and I have to like take a bus for eight hours and then sleep in the airport and then, you know, like take a plane here and then change and then like all, even all of that stuff. I just love like hanging out in an airport or a bus stop or anything or a bus and just have a nap or read something, listen to some mu- listen to music. I listen to a lot of music. And I think there's something to be said for that being the best part of a journey, really. Because then it's like, then you get there and you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. No, I think, but I think if I had to pick one trip I've been on, um, I think it would probably be Sri Lanka. Nice. You you went for the international? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was incredible. It was really incredible. Just because, I mean, that, that is, that is also what then kicked me into gear. So I put through my form for the school. Hey, there you go. Mm, it was just it was yeah it was just incredible that whole like just all the brothers and sisters there they're just they were just so inspirational and just I don't know that sounds like such a but they just they've been through so much and they just were like yeah we're just get on with it (laughs) yeah and and the the place itself as well was in I would love to just go exploring it like I saw barely anything of it and it was amazing yeah also, I, that was the first place that I got to hold a snake, and I love snakes. So, wow, like snakes, but are scared of spiders. That's yes, interesting. 
Snakes are soft and cuddly, man. <laughs> Spiders are not. <laughs> yeah. They are smooth, but they are creepy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they are, but I don't know why. I just, I love them. So I held this big boa snake. It was like white and yellow. And it was, it was called Betty. It was Betty, great. wow. Yeah. No, and I made, I made some really good friends on that trip as well that I still keep in touch with. So I think it's, it was just overall a really good, yeah, it was just a good, well, we talked about albums that changed your life and all this kind of thing. And it was definitely one of those breaking points in my life where yeah. it was like, okay. So I think in that way, it was really, really good. But again, something to be said for it, just the journey there and back. Like I just, isn't, is that, I don't know. Am I weird with that? Or is that something you just, you're really happy when you're just traveling in your own little bubble? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people uh, feel that way. Yeah. But I love people who hate the travel fears. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's also, oh, I just, I just thought of another trip that is like, <laughs> that is also one of my favorites because it's the, the funniest, most disastrous thing ever. <laughs> it's just, oh man, I, I went to a um, to a wedding in south south of Spain once, and I was the, I was one of the bridesmaids. Yeah, and it was just a weekend, but all my life it was <laughs> that was, it was just the funniest thing ever. Like it was first of all, it was well, it was absolutely hot, and we had one of those. So the two bridesmaids, this is, I'm just going to tell you the whole story now because it's hilarious um you can cut it out if you want do what you will with it but <laughs> i gave you a good like somber answer and now i'm going to give you the, the hilarious well i think it's hilarious completely bonkers answer because we got there and we had like these wraparound dresses so basically how that works is there's something there's specific dress style that you can basically wear 15 different ways which means that you have a skirt and then you have two pieces of fabric that goes up and you can you can tie them around you in different ways to create different types of dresses and so that was what we had me and my friend who were both bridesmaids unfortunately i don't know what like these things would not stay on us <laughs> like as soon as we like <laughs> took a step or took a breath it would just pop off <laughs> it was just like <laughs> so <laughs> we were like we we're like in the 30 degree heat like in this little tiny bedroom like where we got like getting ready and we're just like tying them and like trying to like I ended up tying it so hard I had bruises afterwards. <laughs> I was like, and my other friend, she like she found like this double-sided tape. So she literally taped certain bits to her so that it would stay in place. And still during the whole wedding, every now and then I would have to go in with her into a bathroom and just like retie it because it just kept like coming loose, you know. And and it was and she at the end when she took her dress off, like the, the tape took like her top layer of her her skin as well off wow. <laughs> with it. Like, it was it was hard. So we were like trying like desperately to get that on. And just as we kind of like, okay, it's there. And I was like, I could barely breathe, but I was like, it's on. And it's like double knotted and hopefully it will stay now. Um, I just went to check on the bride and um, her, one of her aunties ambushed me and looked, I had already done my makeup, but she looked at me and she was like, oh, I gotta do everything. And she was like an angry auntie that you can't say no to. So she literally like shoved me in a chair like next to the makeup station and like started like aggressively like doing my makeup like just like <laughs> basically taking a brush and just stabbing me in the eye with it. <laughs> it's just like and I couldn't see anything and I was just sitting there like oh I hope I survive this kind of thing and <laughs> and she was like okay great good go off you know and like, and 
so you remember Blade Runner? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know the, the android girl when she took this black spray paint and just like sprayed like a whole like a, like, a, no. like a stripe across her face. Oh, okay. If you don't know it, you got to look it up because that's basically what I looked like, but it was dark blue. And the, the best thing was, so I went back to the little staging area for the bridesmaids and I opened the door and I was just like, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. Maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. And my friend who was still trying to get her dress to like tape it down, basically, she, she looked up and she was like, hey, are you? Oh, <laughs> she literally went like that. And so we're like in a panic trying to like find baby wipes or anything to just wipe the worst of it off. And the only thing like we were trying just with our hands and it was just making it worse. And I looked like a raccoon. And it was just like, because the thing is, it was like my friend was getting married. She's not as pale as I am. Yeah. She's mixed race. So she was like the makeup that they had out there because she was the only one getting the makeup professionally done. That was the makeup they had. So she was using all these, these like, it was basically like my skin is like so pale it's basically see-through and then she was like dark dark blue like midnight blue straight like no no gradient no nothing just you know straight in in. and so the only thing we found was like this white eyeshadow that she kept like packing on to try and lighten it (laughs) it did not work so i look insane in the pictures (laughs) absolutely insane i look like oh and the shoes i had i was like they started squeaking when you walked on them it was a whole mess then we get to like the where they had the party and uh it was a great great place it's like this big villa on the top of a mountainside that looks over the ocean in south of spain nice and they had they had a jacuzzi they have a swimming pool because it was kind of like yeah they would have like a dance party and all that but then if people want to get changed and go swimming or stuff like that then they could do that as well it was like a relaxed kind of wedding kind of party it was amazing by the way like it was that sounds it was, dreamy yeah it sounded it was it was incredible one of the best weddings i've ever been to like it was just so great and her the the, the bride's dad is a professional chef and he cooked mm-hmm. and it was great it was just mwah, chef's kiss it was great <laughs> anyways but so we get on and we do this thing for the bride you know they had like little sketches and things where at one part for that we had to jump and this is the point where we realized that the skirts on the d- dresses are extremely like bungee jumpy kind of <laughs> so i'm like as i'm almost flashing people i realized that i have to like shut it down and so i'm like jumping on one leg kind of like trying to hold on to my skirt with the other and i had a fake mustache face like on my face as well at the same time it was a whole thing <laughs> <laughs> And I go from there and I'm just like, oh my life, it's just a mess. And and I go and just like take a look at the rest of it. Go to the pool, and one of the other wedding guests walks up to me and be like, and was like, You don't have any, like, do you have your phone on you? And I was like, No, I don't have anything on me. Like it's back in my do you need something? And he goes, like, no, no, and shoves me in the pool. Wow. And oh my god, oh, this is the worst bit. I'm telling you, it's like you know when it's so bad you have to laugh because it's just, you know, this is you know the same shame that I felt as a little girl <laughs> in primary school. It resurfaced at this point because I'm like trying to like swim without using my arms because I'm holding my skirt down in the water because I don't want to flash people, you know, because it's like this. You know, I'm not in my swimsuit. Like I don't want to like you know it's, and all of a sudden I'm trying to like kind of do like an eel motion where I'm not. <laughs> my arms just my legs and to get to like the steps to get up and I start I was like moving and I'm like why does it feel like I have something on my head and then I realized so I put my hand up and I realized that the back of my skirt have floated up 
<laughs> and landed on my head. <laughs> so the entire, <laughs> the entire thing is just my entire backside is just out for the entire wedding <laughs> party to just look at. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh no. It was like a highly, like, I looked like a really inappropriate Mother Teresa, you know, with like that. Like, that's what I looked like. So I get up and I'm like, at this point, also, the raccoon makeup is now raining down my face. Like, it's just like, it looks, I mean, it's just black streaks down my face. And I, I was just like, I give up. I'm like, <laughs> I've had enough. So I just go clothes on and everything, go sit in their sauna and just warm up and just sit there and not talk to anybody, just stare into the, <laughs> the <No>. ocean. <laughs> and it did, that didn't end there. Cause then the next day we went and we accidentally fell asleep on the beach, the one beach day we had. And I got burnt, the worst I've ever got burnt. And we had to go to the meeting afterwards. And we literally were like, every time we had to stand up for the song, we would be like, <laughs> oh man. And then we had to sit down again. And <laughs> and it, it was yeah it was just insane and yeah that's the only time where I've gone to the airport and I literally I had to get my book out that I had to read on the journey just so people because I was like I was in so much pain because I was so badly sunburnt that <laughs> I thought if I take my book out then people will think I'm crying because the book is sad. oh wow <laughs> so I was like I was bawling I was bawling at the airport in Malaga because I was just in so much pain. I had like none of my skin was left. It was just like... Oh man, that's so bad. I've done that once, once or twice oh, before. Just, but that is it's one of those, like those are one of those trips where it's like, you look back and you're like, everything went so horrendously wrong. And yet it cracks me up every single time I think of it. <laughs> and it was somehow a good memory, but I don't know why. <laughs> the guy that pushed you in, did you know him that well? I knew him a little bit. I met him a few times. We have not spoken since. <laughs> hmm, it's fair enough. Yeah. I do not appreciate being treated that way. I don't, yeah, I think there's like maybe a handful of people that in my whole life I would feel comfortable enough to, to like ch- take that chance with. Yeah. In, in his defense, I think as I got out, I looked at him and he looked just like white. <laughs> and I think he realized, as soon as he realized I, I, I did something wrong there. And he like I think that's also why we have not spoken since. He was just kind of like, I'm just going to disappear. And, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> did you manage yeah. to get out with, that, with any sort of uh, dignity? Well, I mean, once I got the skirt off my head, you know, <laughs> it, was just, it was a little bit easier. It was extremely floaty, though. So it was like up, up by my waist, unless I held it down in the water. So I, I just, yeah, I just got up as quickly as I could. And I just pretended that that was, you know, everything is fine. Nobody saw that. <laughs> wow. That is, um, that is, uh, that is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just, I just remember at one point, because we, between the beach and the meeting, we went to dinner. And I remember we found like some after sun care lotion. And because we were like in so much pain at this point, that we were like just sitting down for dinner felt like impossible. So I remember being like with my other friend who also got burnt, just inside like the ladies' toilet, just helping each other like smear like all like <laughs> these like after sun lotion everywhere, like this aloe vera thing or something, you know, it was just like just to try and like soothe it, just <laughs> and then just giving each other pep talks like it's okay, you can sit down, you can sit down. <laughs> Oh, man. oh man. yeah so if if anybody saw a weirdo girl that was the color of a cooked crab like or like you know like that kind of a shade as like you know some kind of prawn not not prawns what they call like um 
Lobster. Yeah, like a cooked lobster. And who was crying um, <laughs> in the Malaga airport and reading a book. Just know it was all a ruse. You yeah. thought she was sad about the book? She was not. <laughs> Crime and punishment's not really that emotional, is it? For no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, that is quite a tale. <laughs> I do, but it's, again, it does crack me up. And yeah. it's, one, it's one of my favorite, like, funny funny journeys kind of thing. I, I love it when things go wrong. I can laugh at it. Usually while it's happening, not always. You know, I mean, because I wasn't, like, I wasn't crying because I was, like, sad. I was crying because was, I was in so much pain. Yeah. You know, there's a difference, so. <laughs> oh, man. Brutal. <laughs> the icing on the cake. Speaking yeah. of cake, what's your favorite yeah. dessert? nice segue you were like how can i get this last in and just go to sleep now (laughs) (laughs) this is something i've discovered during lockdown there is a sister i know that lives three houses down she's a professional baker yes please during during lockdown she started this thing where she would on her instagram page once a week post which cake she did and you could order a slice of whatever you wanted and go pick it up nice and she did this thing that was like a a lemon layer cake with some kind of mascarpone some i don't even know what it was but like if i was on death row this would be my last <laughs> meal like i was it was incredible Mwah. just great this lemony like it was very lemony but like light like oh it was so it was good it would be good if I knew exactly what it was called. <laughs> what what are we talking like? What what's the what's the base form of this cake? Like, is it a cheesecake or is it a tart? No, this is a layer cake, so it's like proper okay. like cakes. Let me let me see if I, I I'm gonna go on her bakery page and see um, if I can find it. Maybe she's put it posted about it at some point. But now she's she's now moved on, so she doesn't do cake slices. She does like you know those. Um, brownies that you can post letterbox brownies oh nice yeah, yeah yeah it's all the range now isn't it yeah oh there it is there it is lemon mascarpone layer cake oh my life let me show it to you oh boy and it wow. was i i mean it's just oh my oh my goodness like i would i would like this is again bad motive but i would get married so i could have this cake <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, this is it's fair. Good, I'm not, I think, because... uh, especially if if it re- if that marriage results in uh, getting a tiny home as well, then listen, perfect. Yeah, but it's like again, me. terrible motive. You know, absolutely not the right motive. I think if it, if it was just for one of the things, then it would be questionable. But both together, I feel like you know, maybe that's that's heavy enough motive. Possibly that's <laughs> true. Hmm, it's, it's very true. I'm seeing some recipes for it. Although none of them look quite as good as that one. I don't I mean she is an excellent, excellent baker. Really, really good. Anything she does. She's she's done cupcakes as well that I was like, I would kill somebody for. Like I know that is like weirdly aggressive, but <laughs> they, <laughs> you you she's called on Instagram if you want to order her brownies. See, I'm gonna do a shout out now. Ah, yeah, too look right. at me. Uh, it's called Hell's Kitchen Cakes. So H-E-L-Z underscore kitchen underscore cakes. Because so, you can order them because they're letterbox brownies. So if you want to just brownies with like 
all different stuff in it. It's like triple chocolate oh, brownies. Look at that. I know. She does like Aerial brownies. She does salted caramel brownies. They're really good. She does all sorts. Wow. Yeah. Pretty reasonable. 24 for 24 quid. Yeah. Let's it's go. not bad. Yeah. They are very, very good. They are very, very good. It's just that cake, man. Because I'm all about... I, does she deliver, I love like, just locally, or does she put them in the post? She puts them in the post, I think. Mm. I think so. I Because I live three dollars down, I've, I've always <laughs> gotten it, like, in hand. I've gone mm. over to pick it up, so that's... But I think she does. She is very, very busy though. So it's like a limited amount. She only does, because she does, she bakes for like um, restaurants and things in the area as well. Okay. So you know, like restaurants that want like non frozen desserts to, on the menu that they want proper. So she bakes cakes for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so pubs and restaurants, all this. So. Oh boy. They look too good. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my life. But yeah, she did that cake and changed my life. Because up until then, I thought my favorite cake was always red velvet with like a really, like a good cream cheesy frosting, not too much icing sugar in it. Um, but after that, I was like, oh, 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 done for it. <laughs> it's a new favorite. Not... And it's so light. The sponge was so light. And it was just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what words <laughs> to describe it. Yeah, but if, if you want to, well, I mean, I guess if you live in Yorkshire and you want to order a cake, then I would say order that one. But she does all kinds like, you know, anniversary cakes as well and stuff. I mean, I have to stay away from her Instagram from time to time just to kind of like, because I'm trying to be good. So. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how to wind it down now. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> how, how are you feeling like now that things are looking like they're going back to some sort of normality like how are you feeling about real life socializing and stuff i think when it first the first like when they announced that from jan like june is it june end of june not yeah. january there's going to be like no restrictions my first reaction was a bit of panic and yeah. I was like, no. But then I think that I had the accident and everything else happened and it's, it's been like just a mess. So I've just been like, no, you know what, forget this. I'm going back, <laughs> I'm going back to real life. Yeah. And uh, so I think I'm a bit like I'm, I actually like, I want to have people around now and I, I want to just be, obviously now it's not good timing. I would hope that we stayed shut like a few moments just because, you know, it's give me time to find a new car because yeah. up here it's hard to get around if you don't have one. So you have to be like, can somebody pick me up, you know? And it, unless that is that is one other thing that changes from when you're a teenager to when you're, you know, the age I am, it, it, it's just like it feels less fun to be like, mm, can I get a ride? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. When you're a teenager, you don't think you don't think twice about it. You're just like, hey, let's do stuff. Okay, can you pick me up? And it's just like fine. Yeah. No, it feels good to be able to see people again, especially with the weather being slightly better. Like, oh yeah, it's just nice. Like we met up with some friends on Monday on a bank holiday who we hadn't seen like we've been for walks with them during the during the peak lockdown yeah uh but not not done anything socially really um so that was like yeah that was very significant it <laughs> felt good 
just yeah. had a little barbecue it's so good i went i went and stayed with some friends who i hadn't seen in two years wow so actually just because yeah timing and all that so i was it's been good i think maybe coming out of it i def i don't know about other people i think definitely me i'm a bit more aware of just making an effort yeah and being like actually making that time to seeing that people and planning it in and making sure you get around to you know all the ones that you want to see and like you know I think I'm definitely going to come out of it and be better at that. Yeah. Not take that so for granted because I was very good at just being like, oh, six months passed by and I didn't. Oh, I didn't talk to that person. Yeah, yeah. Like, flies by, isn't it? Exactly. So now it's like I, I don't know. I hope I hope that will stay as an effect of it. Yeah. That I'm just more aware. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good goal to have at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Like. To, before like if you said oh, i haven't seen someone for two years you'd be like wow that's really a long time we might feel guilty about it but like yeah it's gone pretty fast in some ways plus it's just been a write-off as well isn't it so it's like everyone's in the same boat so exactly yeah i mean yeah it's just a whole year that was basically virtually impossible to see anybody anyways and then you know if you just happen to have bad time you need to decide that then it's like easily can come up to that yeah yeah it's flame yeah it is right i'm trying hard now to really be good <laughs> i am i'm fighting it <laughs> you know i will start telling another story or something so i'm gonna be quiet now i'm just gonna log off <laughs> just, gonna... just without even saying goodbye <laughs> exactly <'Cause> then, no <laughs> There it is, two whole hours, but it was joyous, wasn't it? It was a, it was a laugh. <laughs> I hope you think so too. So, um, yeah, that was good, and we're gonna be rolling out with some more uh, returning guests with these second set of questions. Uh, if you've been on before and you want to come back drop me a message uh, and there's still some people that uh, I need to do the first set with as well which will come out at some point too so yeah the intro jingle was Blippy Trance by Kevin McLeod not that one take care and see you soon friends bye